Thanks for staying with us. I love the new time change. First time, remember? Now I am no longer in drive time every Sunday. I am now, instead of from four to six, drive time on Sundays. I am now your nooner. On Sunday from noon to two. So please uh, mark your calendars, put it in your uh, smartphones, whatever. So, and if you can't listen when I'm live, then you can go to mytalk1071.com, go to the Katie Canine show page, and you can listen to all my past shows, okay, off a of podcast. All right. So I greatly appreciate you all sw- making a time change with me. I was worried that I would be standing here going, me and Hope are going to have to talk a lot about different stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. What did the alien say to the garden? The garden. We were kind of brainstorming something with green or plants. I don't know. Take me to your weeder. Your weeder. (laughs) Okay, take me to your weeder. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. bump. All right, who's (laughs) up next? (laughs) All right, we have Jackie, and she has a question about her dog's kind of changing personalities, going okay. from very sweet to more aggressive. Okay. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. I'm fine. Good. I'm no, fine. What kind of puppy we have? Do you have? A li- um, she's uh, about three years old, and she's a Cavapuchon. Okay. Uh, you know, they're a designer mutt, yep. but she's adorable. Okay. And uh, loving and playful and cuddly and all of a sudden, at first I thought it was maybe just because she was maybe asleep too hard and we did something, but she was sitting in next to me in a chair, Okay. and I was scratching her neck, and she was just loving it, and all of a sudden, she turned into Cujo. Okay. Attack. Mm. I mean, she truly, I mean, she, her... She gnarls, she looks at you, her teeth show. Okay. She would bite if you don't move your hand fast enough. She's done it with me and my husband when he's been, you know, she's been just there by him. I, I don't know if she goes into like a little trance Okay. and that happens. I don't know what it is. Okay, now uh, every time that she's turned into Cujo, has it always been like she's laying on you or by you and you're petting her or what? Yeah, okay. it's it's if we do something, or we walk up to her and, and we're talking to her, and you can almost see something in her eyes. Okay. Yep. Yep. You know, um, and so then if we realize it, of course we're not going to. Right. But as fast as it happens, it's done. She's back to her loving, sweet self and wants to give you a kiss. Okay. Now, um, when she when this has happened, has she seemed like she's been sleeping or dozing? Um, once in a while, when she lays with my husband in the chair, I think she probably has been asleep. I can kind of understand that. Right. But I don't think she was asleep the other night when I was doing it with her, rubbing her, because she was responding to that. Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. So, um, I don't know if she was so relaxed that maybe she really was sleeping, with her, you know, but yeah, okay. it's just so odd. Okay, and, and this has only happened like in the last, what, couple months or what? Yeah, it's been about two or three months okay, that it's it, been going on periodically, not always, right, not right. constantly. But it hasn't happened up to that point. 
Uh-uh. Okay. Um, uh, uh, two, uh, the first thing I think of is here is because she's a short dog and she's jumping on and off the bed and on and off the couch and in and out of the car and blah, blah, blah. I would take her in for a chiropractic appointment. All right. And the reason is that she could have a pinched nerve or something that when all of a sudden you touch it, 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 it hurts like heck. You know what I mean? And she takes that. She, she thinks you hurt her by hitting that certain spot. All right. And so she turns okay. into Cujo. So because she has not done this up to this point, all of a sudden it's come out. Then um, uh, that's what I would strongly suggest is a chiropractic appointment to see to make sure that her alignment isn't pitching something that then when you put, touch it, it sends her into orbit. All right. This hasn't okay. been something that has been going on, you know, since she was a pup. It's just all of a sudden come up. Uh, sometimes two dogs. Uh, now, when's the last time you had uh, vaccines done? Um, I haven't had her get any vaccines except um good i'm proud of you uh, thank you you don't have to go any further i try not to get her vaccinated except thank you. maybe the rabies she doesn't even have that good. yet okay, for yep. a while okay yep no okay no rabies are good for three years okay and so yeah. it's up to yourself i would do a tighter test especially when you got small dogs now is your dog overweight be honest um she weighs about 14 pounds okay but is that overweight for her frame um, 12, 13 pounds is what she's supposed to okay. weigh. So she's in the ballpark. Okay. Uh, yeah, because when, when she stands, now do you keep her in full coat or kind of a shaved coat? She gets trimmed. Okay. Um, because when she stands, you should be able to place your fingertips on her shoulder and then run it along uh, the ribs toward, as you're going towards your rear end. And then it should go uh-huh. into a waistline and then come out to a hip. You should be able to feel the front rib by her shoulder and be able to go along to her, the back rib and feel each one. Not, uh, you know, not gaps between the the ribs, yeah. but you should be able to feel the casing without pushing. If you have to push, then she needs to lose weight because the, the when the short when you got the short low riders and if they have any length to them, that the uh-huh. uh, jumping up and down uh, couches and beds and stairs and such like that really does a number to their back and to their neck. Okay, okay, and their shoulders, and so that can cause a lot of discomfort, which can turn into cujo. So that's why the the leaner you can keep this dog, then the less likely bad things are going to happen going up and down couches and chair stairs and such like that all right yeah so uh that what- makes that makes a lot of sense except sometimes we can uh, rough house i call it but we don't we're mm-hmm. rubbing and scratching all over mm-hmm. and she's just fine it doesn't i mean in even in you know around her ears and and um her neck she loves to be rubbed and yep. um but then it's it's okay. It's just yeah. But see, the sometimes when you're roughhousing, you know how like let's say you got a hurt foot and so you start you start laughing and playing around. All of a sudden, you forget about your foot, okay? But then all of a sudden, okay. when, all of a sudden when it, it, things calm down, it's like oh. My foot. I forgot about that. It, but now I really hurt. <laughs> so um, okay, so that's, I get it. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I would say that she's getting into it because she's having a good time, and you haven't tweaked at one point. You know, touched that one point. But when she's being uh-huh. relaxed and you hit that one point, it's going to magnify. All right, because okay. because nothing okay. else is. Everything's trying to calm down, and all of a sudden that tweak comes out. So that's the first okay. thing that I would do is I would make sure that she's good weight. And then I would take her to chiropractor. What area do you live in? Um, we live in New Richmond, Wisconsin. New Richmond, Wisconsin. 
And okay. we have a, a vet we go to in Wisconsin that's pretty good. I don't know okay, where there would be a chiropractor. But. Okay, but what that's what you want to do is see, because a lot of vets are you do have like either somebody in the clinic that can do chiropractic. Um, otherwise, okay. there's like chiropractic for everybody in Minnesota. And so they, they have different, you know, they have an office you can go to. They do go to some clinics, but I'm sure they don't go to New Richmond. But anyway, yeah. that's the first thing that I would do. Just ask around you. I'm sure there's somebody that does chiropractic chiropractic around you all right I call okay. different vets and just say you know i'm in need of a chiropractor for a dog and you want one that's been doing it for a little while so they can really feel the dog correctly okay okay but that's what okay. i would do is that that's uh, what i do because and then the, the number one thing that everybody's got to remember anytime a dog is sleeping whether it's on the couch in their bed you you clap your hands or stomp your feet or squeak a squeaky toy to wake them up never go into their face and space when they are truly sleeping because it, you know they they wake up on guard thinking that the grizzly bear is going to eat them all right? right and the older right. they get the worse it becomes and so that's why you always wake the dog up and not never go in to pick them up while they're sleeping and, and, and the older they get the, the the young ones the pups aren't so um apprehensive what you when they wake uh-huh. up a little bit easier but as they get older they wake up more on guard that's just nature's instinct is to protect your butt whereas when you're a pup you could care less you know like ah oh, okay. grizzly bear big deal <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but the older we get it's like no i'm not ready to leave yet <laughs> so that's why okay. i always make sure she's awake before you touch her but like i said i think chiropractic is your way to go i think that's the first thing and that's usually when people you know uh when dogs go off is either can do to vac vaccines when they change their personality or something hurts and so okay. uh, that's what i that's what i decide i would err on okay okay we'll, we'll check thank, that out well thank, thank you, you for calling much. you betcha take care bye-bye bye look at that carolinas new richmond wisconsin all over wow yes <laughs> look at us we're globe trotting we definitely are <laughs> you got that last one right take me to your weeder Okay, I think that's so cute. Okay, what is the difference between a school teacher and a train? What is the difference between a school teacher and a train? We'll be back. All right, appreciate you listening. Okay, what is the difference between a school teacher and a train? Um, Does it have something to do with being on track? Um, Kind of, sort of, but yeah. Okay. Uh, The teacher says, (laughs) spit your gum out, and the train says, Choo, choo, choo. <laughs> there you go. Yes. What's the difference between a school teacher and a train? Now we know. <laughs> teacher says, spit your gum out. And the train says, choo, choo, choo. That's ha, pretty cute. Ha, ha, ha. Cute, cute, cute. Okay, who's up? All right, we have Ellen, and this is a kitten question kitten about questions. switching foods. All right. Hi there. How you doing? Good, good. How are you? Good. So what kind of, how old is your kitten? Uh, the kitten, when less than a month. She'll turn a year. A year, okay. Okay. Yeah. And okay. right now, I mean, I haven't weighed her or anything, but she looks closer to a full cat size. But yep. I'm just wondering, you know, how long do we want to keep on the kitten food? When do we switch to the adult food? Well, uh, believe it or not, uh, the kitten food, the majority, if you look at most bag people that make dog and uh, or cat food, it almost everybody thinks says cat and kitten. 
All okay. right. And so really the only time is when they're wee babies. I mean, like when they're eight weeks old till like maybe they're, um, let's see, I've done 12, but there's four months. I have to do my math here. Till they're about four and a half, five months old is where sometimes they need a little bit more higher protein. Okay. okay. But otherwise up to this point now, you just, uh, just a regular cat is it. Okay. But what you want to do now, is this a totally indoor cat? No, 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 but it's, it's she, she, uh, she's in and out. Okay, good. But still, what you want to try to do is limit her dry food. And so, oh, yeah. if you no, can't, yeah. No, no, dry food. Oh, look at you. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> and like I said, if you're making hamburger, uh, give her some raw hamburger. If you're cutting up a chicken, give her some raw chicken. You know, just okay. do things like that. But that, like I said, the, same with puppies. You know, everybody uh, says, you know, I've got, my, uh, um, I got a question about my puppy. How old is your puppy? A year old. Okay, no. Uh, kittens and puppies basically are like five months and under. All right. And then once they get to be six months or better, then technically they, yeah, they're young, but they're not a kitten or a, you know, a puppy. Okay. Okay. So you can change it at any time. But just, I do appreciate but, it. Right. And then rotate any food in at the beginning. And then you can feed the more variety you can give this cat, then the healthier the cat is going to be. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. okay. Thank you so Well, much. thank you. Take care. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. I felt bad. She was hung on for so long, and her question was so short. Yeah, <laughs> that was a quick one. I know it's just like, oh, that you know, I really appreciate people yes. holding on because they know when I finally do get to them, that it's I will give it. them as much time, though, you know, as mm-hmm. I did the other ones leading up. But this one, she was so quick. It was like, but, 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 but. I feel sad. Oh well. Oh okay. no. Who's okay. Uh, our next caller is Ruth, and she has a question about uh, white shaker dog syndrome, or. Are you familiar with that? No. We'll see what she has to say about it. Okay. Hi, Ruth. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. Can you hear us? I can barely hear you for some for some reason. You just got very quiet. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're you're coming on really good. So I don't okay. know. Okay. Well, so- I'll tell you what I've got. Okay. I've got a, a multiple, and he's eight and a half years old. Okay. I got him when he was seven months. Okay. And. Right after I got him, he had this, I didn't know at the time that's what it was called, but it's his whole body tremors. Okay. And it, and he's had a few since then, and he's just had one yesterday and today. Okay. Um, but the first time he had it, he couldn't even walk. Mm-hmm. He would try to walk, and he would just, like he was drunk or something, okay. and then he'd fall over. Oh, my. So I took him to the vet. And it's not really well known, evidently. Right. Um, but it's they say they don't really the vets don't know really what causes it. Some of them believe it's an inflammation of the cerebellum okay. in the brain. Okay. Um. So when I the vet the first well that was the only time I've taken them I guess uh, because they didn't know what to do but they told me to give him Benadryl. Right. And. I did, and he hasn't had one for quite some time, years. I'm talking about. Oh, okay, about. good, good, good. Um, until yesterday, it started. Okay. And he just it he just gets so his whole body shakes. Okay. Does he go but into a act, Does he go into like a seizure? Like he lays well, in the floor. I wouldn't and- call it a seizure. I mean. It's just that he's kind of out of it in his whole body shaking, and then it kind of goes away. It doesn't last very long. Okay, now, is he standing? Is he laying on on his side? What, what's uh, The first time it happened, he was, try- he was walking. He was trying to walk, okay. but he couldn't. 
Okay. Now he was sitting down, and every time since he's had it, which isn't very often. Right. That's what I'd like to know. What if you knew anything? What might cause this? On the internet, I did look up the definition and so forth, but um, they suggest Valium. Oh, well, no. yeah. Uh, never heard of that. Right. I mean, I don't know how to give a dark Valium, and <laughs> do they? Yeah, no, no. Okay, a couple questions for you. Okay, so you said this happened today is Sunday, and so yes. it happened yesterday? Yes. Okay, did it happen on Friday, or was it no, just yesterday? No. Okay, on Friday, was there anything? Did you give, like, heartworm? Did you give any flea tick stuff? Uh, did you, did, what happened on Friday that, that might be normal, but is, uh, run me through your Friday. Um, well, I think, I, I just had him in for his annual physical, and they did give me heartworm. Mm-hmm. And let me see what day I gave that. To. No, that was on. I gave it to him on Wednesday the first. Okay. Okay. So, but now the thing is, now if you could think back, did you get the monthly uh, heartworm? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't give it to him all year long. I know some people do. No. I only give it to him because he's always. We live in a residential area. There's no weeds or yeah. anything. Yeah. It's the grass is always cut once a week. It's. And he's basically a house dog. Yeah. And he goes with me everywhere I go, everywhere I can take him. Okay. He loves to ride in the car. Nice, nice. Okay, so personally, if this was my dog, I don't put any chemical in or on the dogs. And you just said, you know, his his world is not conducive. You know, anything is possible, but now in his world, is it probable? I would not put anything, any chemicals are in on him, in him or on him, heartworm, flea tick, anything like that, because that can trigger what you just went through. All right. And so even though you gave it to, yes. And even though you gave it to him on Wednesday, it could have taken, you know, a couple, like 48 hours to go through a system to cause this to happen. A lot of people think if it's not an immediate, it is not a reaction. All right. So the thing is, is that when you, especially when you get smaller dogs, you know, they have their tens, their, their, their uh, system is a little bit more tender and doesn't handle, they don't handle, for lack of a better word, drugs or chemicals very well. And so that's why sometimes what I, what you're seeing, if you could go back and like the last time he had it, you know, was it, you know, did you do something? Did you spray chemicals on something inside your house, outside your house? Did you? Because usually it's triggered by something. And so. Well, the, also, let me tell you, he's itchy. His, I've been treating him with Burt's Bees. It's the uh, best thing. It's an itch smoothing spray. Okay. And um, that seems to be the best. I, he tried Apoquil. The vet gave him that. Yep. But that didn't do anything. Mm-hmm, okay. So. I've tried, I think, every brand of itchy spray I can put on a dog. And I've even put coconut oil. I've rubbed it into his skin. Okay. Uh, um, it's usually on the top of his back. Right. It's, it, I thought it would moisten the skin. Mm-hmm. But now he's got itching on his leg, his upper leg. So I got him this uh, Petland. It's from, I think, called, no, Pet Lab. Um, allergy relief, immune shoes, mm-hmm. skin and coat supplement. Okay. And I just started with those maybe a week and a half ago. Okay. And how is his itchies? He's always itching. Okay. See what? But I think it. 
I think it may have helped him a little bit. Okay. But he's still itching. Okay, I mean, what what food do you feed? Oh, what was that? What food do you feed? Um, he's on ProPlan for sensitive stomachs. Okay. And uh, uh go ahead. Okay, so how long has he been on that? Oh, for a long time. See, and there, there was, there's, there's where your your problem lies. Okay, remember dogs, as I said earlier, dogs were put on the earth. God put them here to be the cleanup crew, to eat everything and anything and never skip a beat. Lucky them, we bring them into our house and we give them the exact same thing every single solitary day. And then their system starts going to heck. They start getting allergies. They start itching. They start having a lot of problems. And so what he needs is a variety in his diet. Has uh, Is this the only dog you have? Yes, okay. I have two cats. Okay. But, See, and before he, that, before I put him on this propane plan for sensitive dogs, sensitive stomach, mm-hmm. um, he was on Iams. Yep, that's not good either. <laughs> okay, so I, you hold on. I'll, we got to run to break, and we'll come back and answer some more of your questions here, okay? Okay, what do prisoners use to call each other? What do prisoners use to call each other? Be back. All right, appreciate it, you listening and making the time change. You know, if you are, hopefully you're not going to tune in at 4 o'clock today and go, well, where's Katie? Well, Katie was on from noon to 2, so that's my new time slot from here on out. How hopefully I'm not changing again. When I first started with uh, the FM 107, I was on Saturday mornings from 8 to 9, and then I went from that to 8 to 10, and I was mm-hmm. on that for 8 years, I think. And then uh, Jenny Mills bought the time slot from 8 to noon. So they moved me to Sunday. And so then I picked the time slot 4 to 6. Okay. And so then I was there for 12 years. And now here I am. Okay. <laughs> You're noon. still on, though. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm the Katie K9 Nooner Show. Okay. Nooner. <laughs> so when you say that you need to do a Nooner with Katie K9, I appreciate it. Yes. All right. All right. What do prisoners use to call each other? I got to give this one to Heidi, but cell phone. Ding, 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 ding. Look at you. You just got to kind of think outside the box. (laughs) But anyway. Okay, let's jump and go talk to Ruth again. Ruth, are you there? Yeah. Okay. If this was my dog, this is what I'd do. I would pull this dog off of all processed food. Got a piece of paper and a pencil? I do. Okay, you're going to go to this website. If you're not a website person, hopefully somebody around you can bring it to you. No, I am. Oh, good. Go to primalpooch.com. Primalpooch.com. Okay. And that will help you. What you're going to do is you're going to rotate in. You're going to start cooking for your dog and then you're doing some raw and such like that. And the reason is, is because you got to get this dog system to breathe, empty it out. I would, and also, if this is my dog, I would not be doing any chemicals in or on. You know, whether, you know, flea and tick, there's all natural ways that you can do if you're worried about that. And then, like with the heartworm, I would, right now, your dog is not conducive to being, you know, anything can happen. I get that. But right now, we got to work on trying to get your dog healthy something's going on between the itching and then the staggering and and you may say well the heartworm is that he's been getting heartworm for that out of the same years well as we get older our system sometimes go wackadoodle on things we our system was would accept before does not uh, accept now all right 
Okay. And since you did the heartworm on Wednesday, my, this is my, you know, like I'm not a vet, okay? But my knee jerk reaction would be that uh, something in that sent something in motion in your dog, all right? And so that's why, like I said, I would go to primalpooch.com. I'd, I'd reintroduce, uh, you know, phase out the dry food and start going into cooked food or raw food, and the primal pooch will help you with that. And so then, and, and start doing a whole different way of thinking because what you want to try to do is get rid of the shakies and you want to try to get the, uh, rid of the itchies and have an overall where this dog's going to live to be 17, eight, 18 years old. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and there's not going to ha- have any health problems. But that's what you've got to do. The two other websites that you can go to is, I haven't mentioned these for a long time, is Dogs Naturally Magazine. Dot com dogs naturally magazine.com and the other one is healthy pets dot mercola m-e-r-c-o-l-a dot com healthy pets dot mercola and what you want to start doing is reading 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 and understanding um you know when conventional ways don't work you need to think outside the box and educate yourself and try to get your own program going and see what will work for your particular dog. Because what works for one may not work for another, but I can almost guarantee you by getting off the processed foods for right now and getting this dog's system to, you know, kind of breathe and then start repairing itself, that things should come together nicely for you. Okay. Okay, does that make okay. sense? Well, did I get that right, Primal? Primal.com. Right, Primal. P-R-I-M. I'm not sure if it's two M's. Is it two M's? P-R-I-M-M-A-L or something. I can't remember if it's two M's. I'm not a good okay. speller, okay? But th- but that is a great reference because they keep it very simple and to the point on how to do this. You know, some of the uh, some of the websites are like, oh, my God, that's overwhelming. I can't do that. <laughs> and this one here is just very simple and to the point and will really help you out so that you can, okay. you know, change. And what you're going to do is going to rotate out of the, the what you're feeding now and into what they're going to help you with, all right? Okay. And so okay. then, and then, like I say, by getting on that, I would add fish oil, a good fish oil. One of the better fish oils out there for dogs is called Nordic Natural. Nordic Natural. Because of the omega-3s and 6s in the fish oil will help immensely in, for their brain and just for their overall health. Okay? And okay. Um, uh, because she's been on the, uh, the the one food for so long, I would also add a, a probiotic and a digestive enzyme. But right now, I would worry about the fish oil and changing the diet. Those are the two changes that I'd make as soon as I can, and then start rotating in the uh, probiotic and the digestive enzyme later. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just writing all this down. Oh, no problem. No problem. But that's what you want to do. Okay. Okay. And so, like, it's well, going to be slow. Right. It's going to be, you know, don't be in a hurry. Okay. And don't get overwhelmed. You know, change is hard. You know, and so instead of just opening the bag and pouring the kibble into the to the dish. And so because what people don't realize is um, uh, kibble food started in the late 1930s and it really yeah. took off in 1947. Okay, and then people just got, oh, look, I can have a dog, and all I have to do is open a bag and pour. <laughs> all right? right? Okay, and so the thing is, is that that's fine. Dogs are meant to eat junk, you know, just stuff. But the thing, now dogs and us, humans, our genetic factor is different. It's a little bit weaker than it used to be. And so we got to be a little bit more mindful of what we put through our chops, 
All right. And so we got to try to find better things to make us healthier and then uh, and, and go forward from there. And so that's why, like I say, I advocate a diet with the guy, you know, when a dog is totally broke, get them off of all processed foods. No raw high chews, no pig ears, no pizzles, no nothing. Only give them veggies, all kinds, a raw carrot to chew on, an ice cube to chew on, or something like that, right? And so then um, then what you're going to do is, you know, find good things so that you can repair the dog's system. That's what's re- unique about humans, animals, or whatever, that when we start doing things better, our system will work for us and start repairing things that are broken all right but it's not going to happen overnight but if you you start getting them on a better diet with the fish oil and stuff like that you're going to start seeing that itchies go away because it's not a question of taking care of the outside of his you know his coat and his skin it's they're usually broke from the inside and that comes to the outside okay i i assume you would suggest the same thing for cats yes yeah. Yep. You get them off of all dry food. Go to grain free or raw, grain free canned food, and then some raw hamburger, raw chicken, turkey, ground turkey, whatever type thing. Yep. And then because uh, cats are from the desert, and see they get their moisture from what they eat. And so now, if you just feed them a total dry diet, usually by the time they hit about four, uh, six, seven, they're starting to have re- renal pr- problems, maybe kidney, you know. Uh, uh, you know, kidney uh, failure. Uh, and it's because eating a dry diet and they can't eat enough, drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter. And then a lot of times male cats start getting crystals in their urine and then they yeah. have to have, oper- and that's all caused by eating dry food. And so, no, I get, they don't, they get a little kibble just to snack nope, on. But no, 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 no. You want to give a snack, you give them a pinch of raw hamburger. You give them a pinch of raw chicken. Don't do the dry food. If the cat or the dog has any health problems whatsoever, that one little snippet can cause a, a tur- you know, a cyclone. Okay. So, yeah, you don't do it as a snack because a handful of snack to you is nothing. But you think about how big a cat's stomach is. Or a small dog's yeah. stomach is, and that can play havoc. So don't even go okay. down that. Don't even go down that road. Anything is, especially for a cat, it's going to have moisture to it, so that they don't have to. Because when you see a cat drinking a lot of water, that signals big time. Warning, warning, warning! Cat taking a. T- and the cat system is going in the toilet, going in the toilet, <laughs> and so that's why you never want to see a cat drinking on a regular basis. You know, a little uh, slurp here and a little slurp there. That's fine, but when you see them putting drink- them on a wet diet. Like that. Yep. They don't get diarrhea from that? Nope. You go. You want to give them a set feeding time, one in the morning, one at night. That's it. Give and them a what? You give them a set, a set feeding, feeding time. time. Yeah, yep. that's what I do. Yep, yeah. and once in the morning, once at night. Nope, no, they don't. I, you know, their system is easier to with transition than dogs are. I don't know why it is, but it is. So... But okay. you could transition well, them if you're worried. Thank you so much for your information. I appreciate it. Okay, kiddo. Well, you have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Okay, thanks. Yeah, you know, if they're worried about uh, the transition, they just go slow, you know, to slowly rotate over. But most cats, for some reason, if you could take the dry food away and you give the grain-free canned food, their system adjusts, like, right now. It's really, really kind of cool. It's so, anyway. But anyway, so now, what we're going to do is, I'm going to run to break now, okay? Yep. Yep. And then when we come back, I want to talk about grain-free foods. Because, uh, like I said, so many vets now are... are um, are, are toting that you know if you feed it that it's gonna you know you're you're gonna kill your dog and it's like no folks this is not the way it is all right so okay here we go why couldn't the pirate play cards why couldn't the pirate play cards be back
entertainment. All right, we're winding down. We made it through our first new time slot for near here. Noon to two. It still looks funny to look up and see that it's not like 10 to 6. Well, now it's like I have all this other stuff I need to do for the day. There you go. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, well, I can go home and do this and yep. do, do that. So, yeah. Um, now, um, just so before we get to the last call of the day, uh, uh, grain-free foods, okay? When, um, I'm trying to think. I think it's four years ago. FDA came out and said that grain food, it makes you give your dogs card- dilated cardiomyopathy. Okay. Well, then uh, dog food company set, goes to the FDA and says, hey, excuse us, uh, uh, show us your uh, research. FDA goes, oops, we bad. FDA makes a statement and says, okay, until further research, we cannot prove that the grain-free causes dilated cardiomyopathy, DCM. So never mind. You know, we we bad. We'll look and do further research, look into this. Okay, well, the damage, they unfortunately, the vets didn't get that memo from the FDA. And so they still tell a lot of their clients that mm. grain-free will, you know, cause dilated cardiomyopathy. Wrong, folks. Wrong. If you're at least, if you're worried about it to more work, because what they're th- thinking about, is it legumes that are in the grain-freeze? Is that what's causing some problem? But what's so weird about it is that... Okay, grain-free foods have exploded in the last five, six years, okay? They're up like 500%. The dilated cardiomyopathy is just a smidgen. So if it was grain-free, wouldn't you think you'd have massive dogs having dilated cardiomyopathy? Uh, No, it's not. It's just a little hiccup. All right. So the thing is, is that also it's just like in people's lives. You know, if you smoke, drink, you know, how's your kidney, liver and heart and stuff like what lifestyle do these dogs have? They used to say it was breed specific, you know, like uh, uh, um, whatever you call it. Uh, King Charles Spaniels are noticed for having heart problems. And because uh, some of the ones that were coming out down with uh, DCM was golden retrievers. And so anyway, so the thing is, is that. Folks, please don't listen to your vet when it comes to nutrition, all right? You do your own research. Go to the FDA site and look up dilated cardiomyopathy, and you'll find out that, hey, it's on hold. Nobody knows anything right now. A lot of your major uh, dog foods are doing uh, research on it to see what exactly it is. Then they thought maybe it was uh, uh, maybe the taurine needed to be bumped up. Okay, a Nutrisource, within two weeks after that, you know, the, maybe the taurine should be bumped up. They bumped up their taurine in every formula that they had. You know, because they're family-owned, they can do that. They don't have to trickle through the corporate and sure. all this kind of crap, okay? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so bottom line, what I'm trying to explain to you is that, uh, okay, if you're really worried about grain freeze, then don't feed it totally. Feed a bag of grain free and a bag food of non. Lord knows if you go to di- uh, NutrisourcePetFoods.com and you look at the formulas they have, you you can rotate through so many, which is healthier for your dogs, grain free and non grain free, and then try the new element, try the new kombucha to mix it with for the great stuff for the gut. There's just so much to, you know to to do, but then like I say, if you're worried until the research comes out, it, the thing is is not to nix grain-free, then just don't feed it. All. Maybe do two bags of non-grain-free, bag of grain-free, two bags of non-grain-free. You know, rotate. The more you can rotate, the healthier for your dogs, okay? So, yeah, so until there's further research, but I just still can't believe that they did not come out with, you know, like the the, 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 the vets did not get the memo from the FDA that, right. oh, we no bad. Statement. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy. I forgot we didn't do the... No, the, I can't remember what it... Okay. What it is. Uh, why couldn't the pirate play oh, cards? Play cards. Why couldn't uh, the pirate play cards? Because he was sitting on the deck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, let's take the last call for my new time slot, noon yeah. to two. And who is it? We have Barb. Barb. All right. Hi, Barb. Hello, Katie. How are you? Good, good. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Okay. Um, so I have a five-month-old chocolate lab. All right. And he is so food obsessed. He knows exactly when it's time to eat. Okay. And um, he doesn't. He doesn't want to wait for it to get hydrated. He is just insane. He jumps like a little gazelle. Okay. Okay. What you get? Yeah, and that's a that's a typical laugh. <laughs> okay. So what you're gonna do is, well, what food are you feeding? I am feeding him Nutrisource uh, puppy, okay. lamb and rice. Okay, he's five months. You can now switch to any, you can rotate in any of the other formulas and it'll be just fine, okay? Okay. Okay, now what you're going to do is when you get a dog that's nuts about, you know, feeding time, what you, you're going to do is make, uh, like, let's say, in the make breakfast at dinner and dinner at breakfast, okay, or make all days at one time, and so, but then don't feed it, then walk away. You know, get it all prepared, put it away. Okay, then go on to something else, maybe go play ball, and then just come in calmly, and then just take the dish out, put it down, and then now he can eat. So what you're going to do... Oh, I, I do do that, Katie, yep. and he, he, he'll he do it for me, but if I, like, go take a shower or something, mm-hmm. he will just sit there and bark and bark and bark, and people have to, like, close the door so they can get their, you know, their job that they're doing done. Okay, then do you use a kennel at all? Um, we do at night. Okay, you're going to use that. Like, if you're going to go take a shower, throw him in the kennel. Okay. okay. And so the thing is, you got to break the routine. He's creating where you feed me, feed me, feed me, this me, 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 and you're answering it, okay? Whether it's good attention or bad attention, it's attention. And so what you got to do is control the situation. Things that set him off to either start barking or acting like an idiot, then what you're going to do is you're going to break the cycle. And that's why you don't give set feeding times. You feed him. If you want to feed him at 2 o'clock in the morning, feed him at 2 o'clock in the morning. If you want to feed him at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, feed him at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Don't give him set so he can wind himself up for it with anticipation. Okay? Okay. And then... So uh, when, when he was a puppy, I read that he should get fed like three times a day. And so that's what we've been doing. No, like you, no Three you, and a half cups, but spread out throughout the day. Okay, yeah. No, I just go to uh, two, two a day. Because usually the three uh, three feedings is for giant breeds, you know, like Great Danes, Irish Wolfhounds, you know, things like that, Newfoundlands, because they need so much food. You don't want to give them that much food at one time, all right? But when you've okay. got just a standard of lab, that's not, that's not huge. Smaller, when they're smaller like that, yeah, their tummy is fairly small. Okay, but now he's five months old. You know, he's, he's you know, he's... He's getting big. He's got more capacity in his, his gut and such. So I would just go down to twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. And then you decide on the times, whereas you just rotate time, those times so that he cannot wind himself up in anticipation. And don't you say, are you ready for your dinner? Don't you sure. make a big okay. thing about it. You just, like okay. I say, you you pre-made it, you, you soak it, and then you got it in a Pyrex dish and maybe put it, sometimes you put it over in this pantry, sometimes you put it over there. He's not sure where he'll, he'll know because he can smell it. <laughs> oh, but he the, is insane. He finds it. I mean, I've had it in... In a covered container, hydrating in the laundry room with the door shut. Okay. 
Yeah. And he still goes insane. Okay. And then have you ever tried to make him sit, wait? You put the he dish down? He does that for me. But okay. if anybody else is around, like my husband, who's the other caretaker of him, okay. he just gives them the stuff dry. He okay. doesn't, you oh. know. Okay. It's like, that's not good for him. No. He needs to have it hydrated. Yes. It's not good for his digestion. You got that right. Yep. You know. Well, I mean, your, I've been listening to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. But you to tell your husband, unless you want to pay for a bill that maybe he gets bloat and dies, that you need to rehydrate that. Or the other thing that you can do then is then in the breakfast, you know, in the morning, make the bo- both dinners, bre- dinner and breakfast. All right. So you're going to rehydrate. So then all your husband has to do is just open what's already been rehydrated. And feed the dog, so you already so rehydrate. So it could sit out all night and not get bad. Well, yeah, you're, but you're not. You cover it. You know, I use the Pyrex, the glass Pyrex dishes, and then the sure. t- and then the top. You know, uh, uh, seals really nice, and it'll be fine for morning. All right. Don't put it in the fridge. You could just, right. I don't know, put it someplace. Okay, type thing. Uh, but no, it'll be fine as long as it's sealed tight. All right, okay. you'll be fine. Okay. And what about, um, you were talking about the itching with dogs and stuff. Yep. I give them fish oil, but yep. I'm only giving them like a half of a capsule of um, my fish oil, which is uh, 360 milligrams oh, yeah, no, of for omega-3. His, yeah, but for the size of dog that you've got, he could have up to 1,500 milligrams or milligrams. Uh, I can say it right, um, okay. a day. He can go up to 1,500, easy. You can go up to 2,000. You know, you don't do it all at once. <laughs> but, yeah, sure. because that that's going to be good for his coat, his brain. Really, I had a gal that was breeding Mastiffs, and when she came to one of my, um, uh, Dr. Levy's, uh, 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 yeah, right, uh, nutrition classes. And so she was having two litters that were going to be dropped at the same time. And we told her how beneficial fish oil is for the mentality of a, a growing puppy. So she did a, 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 she gave one of the litter uh, from the get go, when they first when they, when they got up when she was weaning them, the fish oil and the other one she didn't, and so she def she says I, well you know and Mastiffs aren't exactly the brightest bulb on the string, you know they're just, you know they're there, <laughs> but they're not like a border collie or something like that. But anyway, so the thing is is that she couldn't get over the difference in the brain power of giving fish oil at that early age once they started eating to the ones she sure. did not. And so fish oil is huge for both humans and animals for their cognitive, you know, their, their mental, and then for their coat also. Okay. Oh yeah. And the, yeah. you know how to tell he's a beautiful little guy. Nice. <laughs> but you know how to tell good fish oil. You, you put fish oil in a in a styrofoam cup. Go to bed. Wake up the next morning. If there's a hole in the styrofoam cup, it's rancid. Throw it away. If it's not, feed it, and then you got good fish oil. All right. That's how you sure. tell. But yeah, so you can okay. go up to fifteen hundred milligrams because you can uh, you can give it. Uh, like I said, that's what you want. You want you need more fish oil and uh, and it sounds like you got a you know a, a extra wah factor mentally is what you got to work here. Brain teasers, brain games, uh, obedience. Don't be playing the fetching games. It's going to ruin the ruin the joints at this point. Uh, and so the more mentally you can drain this dog, doing nose work, that's what's going to calm him down, and you're going to have a calmer, steadier dog. Okay. Okay. Don't walk okay. the crap out of them. Use the brain. Yeah, I just went. I I took him for a little walk up the driveway. I'm trying to get him uh, used to walking on a leash, and yep. I got that little pinched collar that you'd recommended good. with the the rubber one. Good, 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 good. But that's what you, you know, want to do is start working on mental, and you're going to have a lot tireder, steadier dog. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. I got to let you go because it's my 
it's end of my All first right. time well, being we're on a phone, Jeff. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh, folks, I want to thank you so much for uh, tuning in for my new time slot, uh, noon to two. I'll be here every Sunday. Lucky you. So you either can tune in or you can avoid me if you did not have a very good time. But uh, uh, Hope, once again, thank you, thank you. And hopefully we'll see Heidi on the other side or Josh or I don't know who's going to be over there. So, But I want to thank you guys for moving with me to my new time slot. I'll be back here next Sunday, noon to two. Remember, I'm your new nooner. All right. If you don't train them, don't blame them. Catch you later.